Praise God. I know that's right. No matter how hard it gets, we ain't finished yet. We haven't finished yet. There's so much to life ahead. We've got so much to do. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Hold for Maintenance. How's everybody doing tonight? How's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> What's the up? The podcast where we hold for maintenance. My name is Lene Denise. And I'm Sim Simma. I'm Obio. Ooh, ooh, keys to my bimma. That's literally all I know. And because you're in my life. Oh, I feel special. Yeah. Mm. So, how's everybody doing? You know we didn't do our maintenance check last week? We didn't? We didn't. We just got straight into things. I love that. We were just having a time. Because we were singing. We That's were what it was. Week. Yeah. We were supposed to come back with new carols. Did we? I didn't. I didn't either. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. 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 So, um, maintenance check. What's going on? How are you, Obio? I'm perfect. Yeah. Feels so amazing. Mm. Um, life is good. Money is up. No, I'm just mm. <laughs> the money's not funny this week. No, I'm just but yeah, I feel good. I feel really, really good. I just feel really, really good. He's not playing. He got his money up and not his funny. Nah, for sure. Yeah. The money's up and not the funny. That's for mm. sure. Meanwhile, um, Comedy Central. Okay. <laughs> Pointing to Lene. <laughs> Comedy Central. Kings of comedy, queens of comedy, whatever you would have. Yeah. We're laughing. Uh-huh. It's very funny over uh-huh. here. Uh-huh. You know, praise God. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, can't relate. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't. The song's over for me, girl. I've moved on. Yeah. That's Love crazy. You. Mm-hmm. Thank no, you. seriously. Thank you. you. It feels yeah. good. Thank you. It's encouraging because, you know, all this shit's temporary. For sure. Mm-hmm. We've been made and do Fortnite. Mm. Mm-hmm. And joy will come. Where? In that morning. In Is that morning. why you say good morning? Okay. Praise God. Let's go with that. I think that's good. Yeah. The vlog's been going strong. We've been two episodes yes. a week. I dropped one of the day. It was really good. Um, it's funny because my best friend Jamel's on it and everybody's like, you have famous friends? And I'm like, why, why are all your friends famous? And I'm like, I guess my friends are kind of like notable, notable, notable or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Um, I got a song coming out soon. You guys already heard it, but I got a song coming out soon. Um, life is good. I can't complain. I love that for you. Yeah. What about you guys? Life's not terrible. <laughs> Life is a journey. You know, I sent message out, messages out to the ether today that I would no longer like to enlist in the Strongest Soldier Club. It's not for me. It's not my story. I think people made it cute on social media, but keep mm-hmm. that energy away from me. You know, mm-hmm. I like to be in a blessed and highly favored group. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm learning? Come on. You better take us there. Favor isn't fair to you, and it's not fair to me either. Because grace makes it doable. It doesn't make it easy. Mm. And That's I good. didn't come in here to preach today. But you did. That's what's happening. That's good. Um, but no, I'm just kind of in this perpetual cycle of remembering who I am and whose I am. Mm. Um, and deal, then still dealing with the fact that the shit that I'm dealing with is very real. But I'm in a season where God is constantly giving me exactly what I need and nothing more, nothing less. Um, and I'd love to breathe. I'd love it. You know, that's how oxygen flows through the body and make sure everything is going well and doing things. But I don't know, whatever. Life is still good. I'm still blessed in the grand scheme of it all. I did my first show in New York this weekend. That's amazing. Sim was in attendance. She hosted for us. She she hosted and announced for myself and Jasmine Mans. How was that for you? That was... <laughs> I was so nervous, mm. but after just like being myself, I was talking about it in my maintenance check, but um, just allowing myself to be myself, like we actually had a, a couple moments where we just vibed and mm-hmm. it was very natural. And That's then I asked her to sign a card for me okay. so that I could put it in my book at home. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is really cringy, but I, I'm going to need you to do this, sis. Yeah. And then she wrote a whole letter. Of mm-hmm. course she did, because she's just a man. She wrote, and I feel bad, I just haven't found it, but she signed my book and just signed it on a specific poem that she feels is for me. But oh. I have to get to the poem <laughs> to see it. That's so That's good. She's so good. That. She's, She's nuts. so good. She's amazing. But, and also her work was nuts. I, I only heard two of the pieces when she was just rehearsing, but she ended up, she ended up writing a piece that very perfectly laid the foreground for the mm-hmm. message I was about to give. It's almost like we planned it and we didn't. Um, and I just feel bad for the other stops because they're not getting that. She was open to coming anyway. But as I said, Comedy Central over here. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Okay. Um, but no, it was really great. It was really rewarding. Funny enough, I froze up 
immediately <laughs> on my first show. And I was just like, well, Olivia, what's next? <laughs> what I was supposed to say next is what I'm going to do. But I was so... The reality was set again, and me and Jasmine were having a conversation before the show about still getting nervous. And she was like, you know, I still get nervous before the show. But two minutes into the show, I realized these are my people, and I'm home, and I'm safe. Mm. And that day, like, I chose not to be nervous. I chose to remember I was supposed to be there and like that's just something I'm reminding myself I talked about that just a little bit in the very first vlog I posted which those are OTW no worries about me just had to press pause so I can get you good content shot by other people but anyway um but even though I chose not to feel anxiety about how well I do the realization was setting in that I wasn't coming because an organization paid me to be a speaker. Mm. I wasn't coming to be a part of an event like as a keynote for something larger people paid money specifically to come and see me. Like every, Jasmine was an add-on like towards mm. the end. Like everything else is extra. And it's something that I wanted to do like out of my heart and out of my pocket to make sure people had a well-rounded experience at the show. But um, I think that part just made me feel a little bit of pressure of making sure I showed up for these people. Yeah. And so when I got out there, I was focused more and in interacting with the people that were giving me energy than like remembering what the fuck was coming next. Yeah. And so, um, but that was my only mishap in the second show. I came out there, like knocked it out the park and a couple of my friends from school came and I'll stop after this. But um, three of my friends from school came and not, my closest friends by any means, like some girls are part of a friend group I was like godfathered into. But they came, they stayed. After the show, they came upstairs and was telling me how amazing I'd done and how they wouldn't miss it. You know, like, of course we came, we wouldn't miss this. And having my friends, even if extended, because I think my close friends have all seen me in some form of fashion, but just having people that I know and that's some type of relationship with see me do my thing made it more real for me mm -hmm. because I'm used to like impressing strangers but impressing the people close to you even if it's not the goal it still feels validating in a really um, powerful way so I'm excited for DC um, the week is stressing me out already <laughs> and that's okay we still gonna get there it's gonna be a great time Obi's gonna join us there that one say that What's so, happening? Huh? It's be a great time. By the time you hear this, we still should have a couple tickets left. Jasmine is shaking in her booth. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we've got a few tickets left. You know, we added on the second show in DC, and y'all still been showing love and filling up that one slowly but surely. But please come out. I'd love to meet you. And actually, I'm going to say this, and then I'll be done. <laughs> I'd love to meet you. To understand the meet and greet, the fireside chat, as described on the website, that is the VIP hour. That is the meet and the greet. When I come to the show, I come to perform, not to escape into my hole that's obviously designated designated for me and for you to follow me past closed curtains and shit. Ooh, that's, right. that's a little much. If you'd like to pitch something to me, I'm going to tell you right now, just literally send me email. Send the email. The email's on the profile. Send the email. The person will get it. We will review it. We'll respond best we can in the most timeless manner we can. But, like, please allow me to do the show. Allow me to focus. Please don't try to sell me anything while I'm on stage making eye contact with me and stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm testing my muscles of ignoring y'all, but I just feel like I'm on the stage for everybody who paid to be here, not just you. Yeah. That's it. But I had a great time. My life is okay, I guess, in the grand scheme. But <laughs> chill on me. Congrats. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, I'm so proud of you, right? <sighs> um, yeah, life is wild. Yes, it's wild. But you know, the reason why I'm, I'm just not stressing it is because it's so good too. Like it's so good. Like I'm having the best time. Um, I'm doing so many cool things. Like even meeting Jasmine Mans. Like. I literally, and it's so funny, I was saying it to some of the guests and she was around and I said something like, you know, yeah, I've been watching this girl since Driver's Row, so this is like a really cool moment. She was like, girl, Driver's Row, like when people bring that up, like it just takes me to a place. And um, so it's a lot of full circle stuff happening right now. Um, 
I just got hired as a red carpet host. Ooh. And yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited about that. Congratulations. Thank you, friend. And then um, I hosted for you and I'm going to be hosting again. So it's like, I did tell God that I was going to let go of the vision of what I saw for me and allow mm-hmm. him to put me where he sees me. And mm-hmm. the fact that I keep getting all these hosting opportunities, well. I've never saw that for myself. But um, That's how I met you, hosting things. which is crazy Mm -hmm. but it's always been such a side thing Mm -hmm. that I've just never um seen that for myself so um I'm I'm having a lot of fun doing that and I'm also in a place where I'm attracting clients that I really love and enjoy and I'm so excited about so that's fun too so yeah it's life is ashy a little bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's weird sometimes um but it's this way because it's finally clicking for me. So yeah. um, I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful. And I'm so grateful that I have, like, friendships like this during this time because um, I need it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I get it. Yeah. So um, speaking of checking on people, let's go ahead and check on our customer service letters Ooh. because we have quite a few. I thought you were going to say something else. I thought just... Go ahead. I'll bring it up when it's time for niggas online. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and start with a response from last time. Okay. okay. Remember, we talked to our friend who had a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a partner who was sick and, and a lot, you know. Yeah. So our friend says, thank you all for the advice. I greatly appreciate it. I think it's an important perspective that we are always granted smooth transitions into the next stage. But the focus has to be on the now with acknowledgement of the future. I've been on my resume and cover letter enhancement and have been applying to higher paying positions. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing my part to usher in that next stage. I will keep y'all updated on when we finally secure. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was right the first time. <laughs> yeah. A kidney donor for my man. Mm-hmm. I'll remember to be more present with him and our families. For now, we'll keep trudging. I know that's right. I love that. It feels so like just positive and uplifting mm-hmm. and hopeful. Yeah, so sure. I really love that. And we will be looking forward to you checking in with us. Congratulations to you as well. Just for yeah. like making that mindset shift. Mm-hmm. And congrats that's in good, advance to the blessing that you get because of that. All right. So our next writer writes customer service. Customer. Our next customer. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Man, now I don't want to read this one because it's not funny and we giggle too much. Okay, run it back. Run Our it next back. customer. Our next customer writes, as I write through tears, I'm just trying to find reasons to be grateful. I'm a single mother, 29 years old, currently living with my aunt whom I barely have a relationship with and in a retail job that I hate. I ended my five-year relationship last December with the father of my child, and in doing that, I have found myself in a financial turmoil since then. Small backstory, when ending that relationship, my son's father and I had lived together for the entire five years we were together. Mm-hmm. When Kay decided, or when he decided to end things, or when I decided to, move, to end things, he moved out and then decided he would no longer pay the lease, out of which we only had two months of. His name was not on the lease, by the way. And with notice being late, I did have to pay month to month for two months before moving, which resulted in me blowing through the savings and why I have now been living with my aunt. That relationship ended because of because for a few years around the time of getting pregnant, I was very unhappy. He was unfaithful and very controlling. So the message ends there. I don't know if they meant to write more, but it does sound like it's just like I'm going through a thing and I need words of support. I feel like there might have been more. Yeah. Um, I'm saying like even more to the question, but this is something that's been coming to my mind a lot and I promise it's not intended to minimalize the real emotional effects these situations have had on your life or physical, mental, all those things. But what is not meant for you is not meant for you. And it definitely seemed like this is something that you had to experience for 
more than you would have liked, but sort of crashed and burned in a way. Um, I just wish you knew the rest of your question because it definitely means like there is time for a shift in your life. And it's good that you're staying with your aunt. I hope, you know, because community is going to be really important right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, I like that you said that what's not meant for you is just not for you. I think a lot of times in relationships like these, there are signs before that it wasn't meant for us. And when we don't take the steps to completely say, you know what, I'm just going to say no, I'm just, I'm not going to feel bad, I'm not going to feel guilty, and we stay in these things, sometimes God, like, rips us out of it Mm -hmm. in a way that feels painful and unfair, and I feel like that's what's happening right now, is that you've been ripped out of something to protect you and to preserve you before it got beyond repair. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm always of the mindset that everything is working out for my good, and I hope that you can try to take that in now just seeing it for if I stayed with a person that felt comfortable leaving me by myself to pay for this apartment with our child um, knowing that I had a limited amount of funds um, and just kind of lived their life and left me in that I probably don't want to be connected to that person at all you know in any way so now not only do you have a lesson learned that gives you more discernment on how you go into your next relationship and how you just move forward period but you also have a lot of time right now to start mapping out what do you want like what kind of love do you want for yourself what type of mother do you want your child to to experience because this is also their childhood that's happening right now and um what type of money do you want to make what type of city do you want to live in what type of home do you want to curate you know like you have a lot of opportunity They say, like, in the darkness, the only other thing people can give you is light, you know? Um, And so you have a lot of opportunity right now to be just landscaping how you want this next chapter to look. So that's what I will focus on right now. I love that. I think I'll just be reiterating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. Um, I will not name your name, even though you said your name here. So, hey, guys. I'm... Argentina, (laughs) and I think I have something you guys can help with. I struggle with seeing myself as an adult. Mm. I'm 23, and I don't know what it's like to live on my own and just care for me. I've always lived with someone all my life, whether it's family or a partner, but I'm nervous about doing it all on my own. How did you guys get past this milestone, and do you have any advice for someone like me making the transition? Thank you, and I hope my question wasn't too long. It was right to the point. Yeah. I think my answer is also right to the point. <laughs> do it, and you'll learn as you do it. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people think that you get ready and then you do it. Mm-hmm. I think both of those things work simultaneously. You get ready as you're doing it. So I think mm-hmm. the nerves don't necessarily subside before you embark on adulthood. I think you just embark on adulthood and it beats you up, and you learn how to fight as it beats you up. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Adulthood's gonna be. A, I think being an adult is gonna be being an adult, and so. Only advice I can say is just go for it, you know, do the things and you'll get more comfortable in the things as you do them. But I wouldn't suggest waiting until you feel comfortable to do them because you may, I mean, prolong it for who knows how long. Because right. I'm, I'm 30 and I just started feeling like an adult this morning. You know what I'm saying? That's, in some ways, I still don't feel like an adult that much, mm-hmm. you know, so I think it happens over time. Um, Two things to say to that. I think there's. You're absolutely right. People think that you have to get ready and then do it. But that's also how life is set up to make you think. You will figure out adulthood is that you get ready, whether it's through school and then grad school, training programs, whatever, and then you do it. But that's those are just transition periods. Really. They're transition periods to get you familiar with it. And something that I remember yeah. being very frank with um, a sort of little sister of mine from school. She was graduating right one year behind me and invited me to her little shebang. She's like, so what would you say? Like, what advice? I said, it's hard. I'm not joking with you. They said she would be sweet. They said you want to spell them that you had together. They're fucking liars. It's terrible. Um, and that was a consistency a lot of us were having. It's like one year out of undergrad, thinking we knew what was what and not knowing a damn thing. And uh, that continues. And so the other thing that I was going to say is, especially what I learned in any type of corporate or professional capacity is that adults are just big-ass kids. 
And a lot of adults never learn some lessons. That's why you have adults who throw temper tantrums when they don't get what they want. That's how you have adults that don't have teamwork and co-working skills. That's how you just have a lot of things. People with no regard for others or people who are still people pleasers because they, they can't get over how their older sister treated them. Like There are so many things that people are still working on to this day. I'm about to be getting close to 30 <laughs> next week and I still really don't know what an IRA means. I still don't really know if, I still don't know if the retirement fund that I think that I set up in my first job is still making money right now or how to even access it or who to ask about it. Like, it's so, it's so much shit that I just, um, I'm still figuring out and I don't know who said it most recently, but I've just been saying all the time, like, the women are saying, Beyonce, what the women are saying 40 is really the time to relax and rest in your and she said womanhood. I'm not sure how this person identifies, but um, just 40 is when you start to rest. And a lot of people are saying 30s is when it really gets ha- happening. But 40s, I think you may have something figured out about how you can spend your time and just really love what you're doing um, through and through. Or at least how to manage the things you don't love doing as well. But anyway, all that's to say is, yeah, girl, just go for it. It's trash. I but think as well. the best part about adulthood to me is that we made it up. And so we get to make up what our adulthood looks like. You said in here, you know, I've never lived alone. I've always had a partner. Your adulthood does not need to be stamped by you living alone and doing everything on your own. If I was a smarter adult in my younger adult days, I would have leaned on help and support when I had it. Like right out of college, I, (laughs) this is so stupid. I literally, I got pregnant, not getting pregnant was not the super part a little bit, but um, (laughs) I got pregnant and I had this bright idea. I need to be on my own now. Okay. I am bringing forth a life. Uh I'm an adult now. Mm -hmm. And therefore me and my man, who ain't really a man because he a kid too, Mm -hmm. we both children, we're going to live out here in Niagara Falls where we have no one and we know nothing. And we're going to get big people jobs and we are going to make it. Mm-hmm. And my mom said, you know, you can come home. <laughs> I said, no, Lorna, mm-hmm. I need to figure this out on my own. And it was, tr- I just saw like a bill from when I was out in Niagara Falls. One of the daycare bills was like 11000 well, $1,100 for one bill. Mm. For one month, mm. I was paying two rents. My rent was actually less expensive than how much I was paying for daycare. People be saying that daycare is daycare is a cost of rent. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I think that when you really look at okay, this is my adulthood. This is my how we do adulthood is not how the girls before us did it. That's why they're the people were saying like, oh yeah, your thirties is when it starts happening. Yeah, thirty was different for you when the economy was different. Thirty Ooh, for us, child. milk costs eight dollars and eggs keep going up. It's not gonna be the same. I may not be able to chill till I'm fifty-seven. Okay. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just not right now. It shouldn't be anywhere near the expectation. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So. Make it up as you go. Have all the fun. Do all the things. Don't look at anybody else's situation because everyone's a liar. Nobody is actually telling you on the forefront what's actually happening in their adult life. And do your thing. That's it. I wanted to ask a follow-up question because I like something that you said. It made me smile. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, well, you, because I already know my answer. What was the thing that you did thinking you had to do it to be an adult? <laughs> Like, was there like a transition moment? Like, that was hers? (laughs) Mine's not funny, though, but mine's a car. Yeah, I bought a a four-door Infiniti G37, and I thought that it was like like the most grandma-looking car. But in hindsight, at the time, I just thought, you know, I had a Monte Carlo before that, this drug dealer car, and I was like, I'm an adult now. I need a four-door car. I need like a sedan. It's like an adult. (laughs) It just felt like an adult to me, and I hated that car. But... That's what I did. Okay, so that now. you could be mature. Yeah, you know, I felt mature. I was on my own. I have a sedan. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, in, I'm in corporate America. I have all my slacks. You know what I mean? I just felt oh, very, You know, I'm in my sedan. I have my little, my little bag in the back. You know, I was just ready to go. I felt very adult. That's funny. Yeah, but now That's I drive a coupe again, so. Here's something y'all don't know about me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was a similar Courtney ass decision. Okay. I once used to drive a Chevy Equinox. The truck. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I thought that I had kids now. Mm-hmm. I had one job. Mm-hmm. And 
I needed to have a van for my family. Mm-hmm. I was 22. But that's what adulthood is, making these random choices, doing these random things and learning. Mm-hmm. So lean in, 23 year old, you'll be fine, I promise. Yes. What about you? <laughs> I'm trying to remember what led to this. Okay, so I don't really have to do the lead up because I don't care to, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> so first things first, I was like very low on money, may have been 25000 in my account, my gas tank was on E, but I had to print a resume, I had to make it to the um, interview at Sweet Lounge in Atlanta, Georgia. For you certain- printed a resume for that? Girl, I had to act like I knew something. Got I had Papa those experience. So I figured it was going to hire me as a server. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, yeah, sorry, we don't got nothing. Crushed. I guess I didn't have anything in my account because... No. Because, I don't know, I couldn't get gas, but like I was trying to make it home, crying, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I drove to 11.45, and that's how I became a not-even-bottle girl, but just one of the waitress girls that walks around to the people that can't afford to. That can't afford tables and like fix them drinks and like who's also not made for this life. So it was girls trying to teach me how to finesse and I don't know how to finesse and so people are calling the manager on me. <laughs> so it's okay. a lot. It's a lot. Of it's a lot. And I got that job. I think maybe the same night I took home cash. I put gas in my car Lit. and I bought a pack of corn dogs and a pack of ramen noodles. And I said, "This will be me before I go home. Before I go to my mom and daddy's house." I was lucky enough to be living with my best friend whose father like owned the property in the duplex, so he had to pay him like 80 bucks to stay there a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess to teach himself That's, that's so kind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I did. And then as I saved up a little bit more, I just did more things. I went to go work at an after school program, but that was like my little section of being an adult. Like either I got fired from this job that just was not a good job. Um, and I was fired just like by people who didn't know how to run business and it was just wasn't a good situation but they also didn't pay me my last check because they were that like twisted corrupt or whatever time to run you your money now Things no they just look stupid like oh i'm so proud get the fuck run me all 65 of my dollars yeah it was like 365 ah! yeah they refused to give me my last check um money they owed me so i just literally had nothing because i was I spent all my things on the money I had before, mm. and I said, you know, my only option is to go home, like to call my parents and ask for money. If I call my parents and tell them I don't got food to eat, I don't got a job, they're going to make me come home. That's how parents they were. Um, but yeah, I thought it was funny because I always remember my corn dog and my middle time, and who knows if we might be back there. <laughs> Nobody's uh, going back there. I don't know if we might be back there. Lene, yeah. I will cook for you every night before oh, you have so a sweet. corn dog and your mom and get a snail bill. I'll get it to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, that was it. That was the last answer. Anyway. I'm trying to think of a, a ramen noodle segue. Well, speaking about niggas trying to make things work. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's time for Niggas Online. on the eye so that he would be a part of it. (laughs) So, the Jonathan Majors and Megan Good saga continues. Mm -hmm. This time, very petty, but I enjoyed it. So, we're going to discuss it. (laughs) So, they went viral because they're on their way to court and Megan is putting her coat on and you know she got the long braids. So, what do we do when we have long braids in a coat? We have to pull our hair up over the coat. Mm-hmm. Her man, Johnny, comes in and starts to take her hair Johnny is insane, but as okay. her strong black man out of her trench coat. But the people said, if you was really her man, you would have seen that braid sticking out of her bun. You wasn't fixing nothing. Here we go with yet another PR sign. So I'm telling you what the people said. <laughs> you sure about that? These public PR moves are as obviously performative as Tory Lanez dragging his baby to court during his trial to appear more wholesome. Nobody's falling for it. Do y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. When nobody has seen Tory's baby, including okay. Tory's baby, and then including one day he Including gets... Tory's baby. Okay. <laughs> 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 
And then one day he just had this baby and the baby was just looking at him like, who are you and why am I here? It was so awkward. So I don't know why. How did that conversation go? Like say it is his kid. Maybe it's a kid that he never spoke to. How do you cope? You know, they got me on this court shit and like, I just really could appreciate you to be down for me and let me bring my son to support me in life. Let me just like, I'm going to need him in that room to keep me lifted. You know, that's the only thing. We can move on. <laughs> It was the commitment to me. I began to believe it. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I wanted I that for him. I'm like, let him know this. I would have been like, oh, Tori or whatever. What's his real name? Daystar Day. Day is crazy. Can you be here by seven? And I would have been like, I gotta get him. He don't even got no suit. I want to see the actual video. This is the video. <laughs> but. Yes, it's just, it's getting, somebody said, we don't pressure Jonathan to stop wearing the fall off the bone suits, now he's wearing fitted suits. It's just, who's in the team anymore? Like, it's a lot going on with this man. I'm starting to feel bad a little bit. I'm not starting to feel bad, and I'm just never going to forgive him if we find out that the stopping the young black girls fist fighting <laughs> on the streets was staged. If we find that out about you. If we find it out. <laughs> We found out when we heard that. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not just that you're doing these weird PR stunts. It's the fact that you have a low-budget publicist. Woo! And it shows. Like, all of these schemes are not well thought like, They're not well thought You have out. a publicist who just, like, they, they trying some stuff. And it's because of hearing that one headline that I haven't seen this video. But I just, I see the way he's walking away in his freeze frame. Like, he just did some hot shit. I know he stood up and looked away and, and bring her and brought her shoulders in there like he was the baddest motherfucker on the planet. I'm just like, I need you to stop acting like super, super Jonathan. Are you watching? I am. But I honestly can't think that like where he's trying to turn, the tightness of the suit, it, suit is prohibiting him. Oh, there you go. See? Yep. I feel like he was on the side with the braid. Maybe he didn't see it. No? You know what I mean? I think he was paying attention to how he looked fluffing her hair out of the Correct. Did you say he just looked at the camera when he walked he away? Like, it was like a little, like, I did my thing. You're not even wink-worthy no more. But okay, Johnny. Nah, my boy, like... Last thing, Sade was like, this was so forced, it was painful. If I didn't think he was guilty before that small thing there would have changed my mind. Well. All right. Well, I do have a question for you guys. Have you been watching the Young Thug trial? No. Mm -mm. Do you know that the Young Thug trial is happening? I'm not confident who Young Thug is. I'm not gonna lie to you. You're lying. I'm not confident. Oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Alright, that's it. This is getting crazy in here now. Wait, what is happening? What was that? Is he Spanish? Okay, praise God. Um, 
Okay. I think that, okay. Oh, yeah. and then I'm going to assume you don't know who Mariah the Science is. I know how it is. Oh, you do? She's in my high school. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Young Thug is in love with Mariah the Scientist. Oh. And what's very cute. Are they dating or he's in love with her? They're dating. She shows up to every court date. Oh. How old is this man? Because she's younger than me. He's 32. She, That's not the point. She has, she's grown. Okay. She is grown. She has like 27, 28. Mm-hmm. But there is a point to be made about how. I'm going to be quiet, though. I'm not saying nothing about you. Yeah, so we're gonna keep it cute. So all I want is a good guy. Don't normally do like him. um. So what I wanted to get into. (laughs) I don't know who this man is. What Kiki say? I'm sorry to this man. I don't don't know who this man is. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I wouldn't know who this man is. I think that it's very admirable that Mariah has been to all of these court dates, and I feel like Mm. they are giving us. Did y'all see the Twenty One Questions video with Fifty Cent? Yep. It gives me that love story of just like. You love your fine gentleman out of box. You love your fine Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's giving very much like she's holding it down. She misses her man. She's always talking about her man. And um, the people are like, I don't think they have a case for real. So Thug is going to get out, which. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a question that you guys must entertain. Okay. I have a question yeah. that you guys have to entertain. I know you want to say no. Okay. So first, I want you to think about the people that you love, the okay. people that you, the intimately, your person or okay. somebody that fits that category yeah. for you guys, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all on the couch tonight, watching a movie, chilling, whatever. Boom, police bust in. Oh, shit. They tell that person, sir, you are coming with me. They get them up out of there. Now they in the jail. Next thing you know, months have passed, they're experiencing sentencing. They get locked five years. Mm-hmm. Are you waiting? No. My person right now? Yes. If you can go ahead and get me pregnant. <laughs> what hood girl story is this? <laughs> if you can go ahead and get me pregnant. I mean, that sounds like probably crazy. I just mean like... Like before the trial or... Yeah. Give me something to do. Yes. <laughs> Yes, but I mean, just some form of like commitment to the us being a family. Like I've been with him for like long enough. I think to where I'd be like, well, this is unfortunately my man in jail, so I would like to go ahead and start the family. So we're not waiting to start the family. What's so funny? You're not prolonging this five years, sister. So okay. <laughs> my thing is, you know what I love? It's the lack of hesitation. Yeah, I'm gonna be with this man. Not just give me you know, He's he's. He's on my biological clock because of his sentence. Yeah. So we could just go ahead and knock and, me up, handle business. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. It's but a, there was never right. a question. Yeah. I was always gonna stay with the man, but I just need and deal with other men. You got me messed up. <laughs> deal with other ones. What? Wait, yeah, who are you? That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> you go to prison for five years. I'm just asking. I'm saying, would I rather I, uh, wait on my person in jail than be actually trying to date? What's going on? No, that's real. So you're like, nah. It's a double. As soon as it happens, actually. Oh. <laughs> I don't do it. I'm sorry. The criminal of it all is what you got me. Bye. Criminal Have a good day. I did forget about the criminal law, but unfortunately, <laughs> if I just didn't know he was on a criminal enterprise for seven years, that could be grounds to leave. But I'm saying, my man was sued up on some shit that, you know, he had to take the fall for somebody else. I'm going to stick beside him. And I, I feel that. like it's because you know... That's what? good. I, said, I, I love, love that. that. Not me, but no, no, yeah, no, no. you. It's an instant, bye bye. But I love that. I feel it's because you know your person. He wouldn't be involved in something heinous. Like it would probably be something where it's like, oh damn, why would you do that? But <laughs> <laughs> now, as for me, yeah, mm-hmm. you hold them down. Absolutely. Okay. You know my dumb ass was never going nowhere. Yeah, it was what it was. All right. Yeah. Well, and you like that shit? Yeah. Oh, okay. I would be out you here like that. Yeah. Would be I would be vlogging. Hey guys, so welcome to my channel. So. It is his Come, yeah. Come with me to go see my man. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready to go to prison. We're about to go see my man. Come with me to prison. <laughs> All right, but make sure you like, comment, or subscribe, or share this. All right, it's getting crazy now. But the subscribers are going to their baby. You know, the fans are invested. Absolutely. I'm They're making right. bread. Yeah. And I'm slipping. I would watch that. I would watch that. Yeah, no, I really would watch that. No, I mean, tell you, y'all seen that girl update about her man? Who, yeah, it would be a sensation. It would be a whole thing. So, let's talk offline. About what O can do to make this happen, cause I just see dogs. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have to hold it down five years. Maybe a year. 
A year. Yeah, I can't have my mom. Five baby. is insane. He be fighting for his life in that jail. You know, he not bad looking. So I, I oh. that's the whole thing I don't want to um go through mm. personally. Okay. So can you like not know? Can you know? But no, you know, know I'm gonna want to know. Okay, and we can talk about it. All right. What's the next question? Well, let's get it. Crazy. So <laughs> that's the perfect segue. Yeah. How did we get here? What are we segueing into? Because I'm not picking up what you put down. Neither. <laughs> yeah. Because the person was a little iffy too. What's this one gonna give him? <laughs> so. Now that I gave you the whole 21 questions vibe about Mariah and um, Young Thug Thug, mm-hmm. we can go ahead and make today's episode a little more casual for us instead of having a big kahuna. I think it'd be cool for us to actually do 21 questions with each other. How fun. Woo! You can do that. <laughs> <Was> that not- <laughs> Neither of your friends. That wasn't I giving enthusiasm. I know we were we we setting it up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Character. You were supposed to like accept my lie. Okay. You immediately gave like oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, so my who's doing the first question? Okay, Sorry. Well yeah, yeah, we knew we was doing this. So okay. And I it. also suggested that we do it because you know there are three of us here and I think the people who listen know, might know that. But there was one lady who walked into Sim's face <laughs> and looked into her two eyes. And said, yes, Lene does, I don't know, she does this pop. you probably haven't, but she does this podcast with her two friends, and it's amazing, and da-da-da, and Sam's like, you don't say. <laughs> Didn't recognize her. Wait, did you never? Oh, no. Oh, you don't I say. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I know, that's right. That's really cool. Yeah, that's I, feel like that. she, I just let her talk. I like that. I was also very tired. That's mm-hmm. kind of fab with you. I like that. Thanks. Well. I think we're on the same thing, and then. I'm these, are you on the team vote questions? Yes. Yeah, that popped up for me too. Okay, well, let's fight for our lives. Okay, who is your celebrity crush? <laughs> okay, let me think. Um, my celebrity crush, I'm not going to hold you anybody who meets the criteria of chocolate, like dark chocolate with a beard and like thick eyebrows and like Ooh, those short. eyebrow. Yeah, Ooh, that's it. Eyebrow. So honestly, I don't even know all them boys' names, but that one boy who was in um, White Man Can't Jump. That one boy who was What's in... What's his name? Oh, that's why my head went... I knew <laughs> one. The new one. I'm going to just look him up. I'm just look Kobe Cerebo? Cerebo? Kobe Cerebo was on that list, but that was not him. No, it's the one that was on Save for Erica Badu. Um, oh, no, I knew it wasn't. I was just wondering that was one, one that uh, she was feeling. Yeah, but I don't know who you guys are talking about either, though. His name is... Come on. Sinqua... Walls. Oh, so yeah. oh, he was also in power. Yes, he was in power. Got it. Okay. He was less attractive. Which brings me to mine. Hardwick. Ooh, you know. Really. Mm. Yeah, short king. Okay. I'm sorry. No, you don't. Uh, he played Ghost too well. I think he's corny. He played Ghost too well, and then he showed up in his one film where he played a corny guy, and I just could never get over the corny. I'm trip. glad I've never seen. Then him. he won. Then when Chadwick Boseman passed, he made a corny post. I said, hey, man, I just want to thank you for passing me the torch from Chadwick to Hardwick. Why would, Why you, would you run him? <laughs> Why would you? Sorry. I think mine's pretty obvious. We can just move forward. No, it's not. Oh, Dale Beckham Jr. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it's always going to be that. Not Jalen? Oh, he, you said he Oh, Jalen Hurts. He's 25, oh, so okay. I think I can do with that. But I, I mean, I can't do anything with either one of them. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I can't even crush my 25-year-old. But I also have Dale to Beckham. add that guy who was in Bird Box. I've never seen her. Oh, yes. With What's the gorgeous name? skin. Um, Who's in Moonlight as well? Mm. I don't know. That's who I'm talking about. You know what, Javante Rhodes? No, Javante Rhodes. Oh, yeah. You have good taste. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Now I, I have no celebrity crush. Thanks for killing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Whose question is your, is your question? Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> What's something you've always wanted your closest friends to understand about you without you having to say it out loud? That I like surprises. No one ever surprises me. But I you love do. surprises. I love surprises. But I don't want to say it because it's like ruins the surprise. But like, I, I know that. I think most people don't know that. But I love like honestly, no funny shit. Like, <laughs> like pop up at my house. I'm that I, that that I'm that. that extreme. Like my friends pop up friends. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Friends. Please explain is, what friends is. Yeah, if we don't if we don't talk daily, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like if if 
like we didn't talk for a couple of days. It was kind of giving like what's going on. Like yeah. if, if we can go a couple of days and not, and not give what's going on, we're not that close to friends. Don't come to my house. But if you know that, we're, like don't come to my house. No, no, no. But like come to my house, whatever. I love being surprised. That's my friends don't know that about me. But yeah, that's okay. so good to know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What you guys? You fine, girl. If I don't see your fine ass posting pictures more, I'm a, you know, I'm like, I'm like that. I'm not really like, yeah. oh, I'm just going, you're a baddie, you're a baddie. Be a baddie. Okay. And I feel like I'm the opposite with you because I'm always subtle and like, I hope you're being okay and blah, 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 blah. Like, is everything, because I didn't know that you, it's good to know. I'm a wreck. You haven't, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm not a wreck. But it's times I get wreckish. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. What is something that I want my closest friends, it says, to understand about me? Um, mm, I think I have found this now, but something that I've always longed for is, like, that I'm a figuring out kind of person. Like, I'm a person that's, you know, I got a lot going on. And I really don't like to be judged because Mm. even the things that maybe all right this bitch need to work on this like i'm working on it like so i need a lot of grace because i'm already judging myself so harshly so every now and then just that reassurance like girl you know you're human like it's okay like well like um it helps i get that no that's real Mm -hmm. i definitely get that yeah it's your question oh okay (laughs) if you could travel to any year in time what year would you choose and why the late 60s. Really? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Late 1960s. I would definitely love to be a part of like the art and the music and mm. all of the like movement. Like it the just seemed, sugar. Definitely. I would definitely be on, on LSD. I'm not going to lie. Acid, all of that type of stuff. Um, I would love to go to like the festivals and just be my free self. I would definitely have an afro. Like it would just be a thing, you know? Like I would love so, to. So like with no consequences. Absolutely. Well, the consequences were definitely happening. I just wouldn't know. No, I'm just saying, I guess there's a condition of the question, which one would you want to go to if there were no consequences? So like you couldn't be harmed by the time. It's like maybe you witnessed, but you. Oh, then I would definitely be in the 20s. Mm. I didn't want to go that far back because they was wilding out on black people back then. But I was surprised you went in the sixties. Yeah, I, like, I said late sixties because we had a little bit of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. What about y'all? What year? I think I would go back to two thousand and ten. Mm. Like junior, senior year, high school energy. Ooh, it was just, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, it was. Well, see, I was like a little different, you know. Like I was, my vibe was like, I mean, I, Rob Lauren Pilo and American Ego, but it also had like a true religion energy on it, like Ooh. you know, like yeah, I love me about true religion back in the day, but it was just like a, you know, you're just young, and I feel like you no, know, I just missed that. I was having a conversation recently about. I used to be really, 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 really confident. I'm, I'm really confident, but I used to be really, 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 really confident when I was younger. 
And a lot of it was just ignorance. I just didn't know. I didn't know anything. So I'm like, oh, this is wrong to do. Who knew? I thought I was just being me. And it was cool. I wore women's clothing. I was in middle school. I used to wear pink and purple. I just didn't know people were judging me. I just didn't know. And I'm like, once, once I started to know, I would, I would kind of tweak who I was a little bit. And I would go back to some of those times where I was just a little bit more free and young and who cares. Um, so yeah, that's where I would go. So you would go to be a younger version of yourself. And hope, hope I can like spare myself some some stuff too. So you know, hey bro, like don't do this, vibes. Warn myself. <laughs> but yeah. I would go in nineteen ninety five. That's the year I was born. I'm about to say, were you alive? Okay. That's the year I was born. But I I wouldn't be going to see a younger version of myself. I think I would want to see my mom because mm. she was you know becoming a mother. But I would also want to see what black culture really felt like in the 90s. It's such a rich time. It's mm. such an amazing time. Um, and it almost feels weird when they say the late 1900s because they're not lying. That's insane. That's insane. But yeah, so, you know, it feels like we're able to study it in a way that has yielded so much richness and culture. We were just watching, um, what's the movie with? Like Eddie Murphy's actually fine. Boomerang. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, remember watching that and just looking at like the shoulder pads and the dresses, like how they celebrate the beauty, Stranze, Stranze. Um, <laughs> but also, like, it, like just what the men were giving or how they were replicating at times. So I'd love to be involved in that. Um, and also to see balling culture in the 90s. Like, mm-hmm. all that shit probably went stupid. So I'd go there for the culture because to me, I was thinking of the consequences. And I was like, it's probably the safest decade I can go to. Mm-hmm. Um, as a black, um, <clears throat> and then I didn't want to limit it to like within my timeline. So yeah, I just think it was really cool. That's why I asked you a clarification question because I didn't think of the question the same way as you did, and I didn't think about it the same way as you did. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I love that. What is your favorite thing about yourself? I'm so funny. <laughs> it was the hair flip before. <laughs> I'm I, so funny. Okay. I was reading my yearbook, my little signature book from middle school. The other day, and everybody wrote how funny I was, and I was like, I've always been funny. Hmm. Good for me. I love that. Period. I'm just dope for real. And well, damn, one thing, friend. That's it, me. I don't know. Uh, I'm joking, but um, no, I'm I'm grateful for being talented. I didn't really know where to land that. Yeah. Um, but I'm also just really thankful for the way with words and just understanding and, and discernment. With if you could articulate one fear or insecurity that you rarely share, what would it be? And why is it challenging to discuss? I think I'm struggling with the challenging to discuss part. I don't know if it's challenging to discuss or just irrelevant to discuss most of the time. But I do fear not having kids. Mm-hmm. Just because I mean, I'm queer and it, it seems like a big feat. And legacy is a really important thing to me. And I, I think about it quite often as I get older. The older I get, the more I think about it. Like, I may not have kids. And it's a really, really scary thought. I just don't see myself being an older man without having any children. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I, part of me feels like it will happen, but in, in terms of insecurities, I'm insecure about the fact that it may not happen. And I'm also insecure about if it doesn't happen, how, who I would be without it. You know what I mean? Like, what would that overcompensation be? What would I, what would I just how would I be without it? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Come back to me. Um, hmm. I'm trying to find the right way to word it. Um, my fear is that my mommyhood may somehow overtake my personhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's challenging to talk about because of the fact that I know that um, children are such a blessing, you know? Like, I get it. And I, I get it because I really look at my kids every day. I tell them almost every day that I love being their mom. And I really do. Um, but when I think about like my body, like the other day I put on a jacket and it was too tight for my arms. And I was like, my arms grew? Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> my arms grew? <laughs> like, and it's just, I, this is the, the biggest that I've been. But I, before having even Io, like, I've been a size four, like size 
two and four all my life. And then also just like the parts where, you know, having to check in with a partner and having to be present and having to schedule my life a certain way while I'm still going for my goals. Like some days I really sit down and I'm like, well, I have to quit being who I want to be because I have to be the best for them. Like, am I being selfish? And some days it's a little embarrassing because it's like there's things that I want to do with my friends, for example. And I got kids, like not kid kids <laughs> um That's really nice. so yeah yeah i like it though um you said a question said why would it be challenging to discuss but you said insecurity or fear mm-hmm. why would it be challenging to discuss um i think I know I have insecurities and fears for sure, mm. but I think my my biggest one has always been fear of the possibility of wasting my time, mm-hmm. like wasting my time doing things or putting a lot of effort and very public and, and out loud effort and it not coming to fruition the way that I want it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I gauge that wasting time piece right now, but just even things that I think can become if I end up taking an entirely different route and that's been with career, that's been with romance, that's been with school, like, so, um, yeah, like, when I think of things I, that kind of crawl up the back of my neck in periods of like doubt or challenge, or whatever, that's what it is. That I hope I didn't just spend all this time and it has not been the thing that was for me. Mm. I get that. I really get that. Yeah. Yeah, I think of that often. <laughs> oh, good, because yeah. we don't. It's too much sacrifice for it not to work out, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, child. Oh, is it on me to answer that? It's you. Is it? Yeah. It is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Next question. What are three items on your bucket list? Oh, I wish I had one in front of me. Okay, let's think. Bucket list like adventure? Mm-hmm. It can't okay. be anything that you want to do before you die. Okay. okay. Before you hit the bucket or whatever. Got it. Um, see the Aurora. So basically the Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. That is on my bucket list. Go to Africa. Um, and live in another country. Yeah. Marriage. Mm-hmm. Bora Bora. Mm-hmm. And something fab, like. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something real fab. Like, yeah, like something real, just like ultimate fab. Like. Mm-hmm. On the carpet of the mat, mm-hmm. like you're yeah, talking about, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? I really have a bucket list. Yeah, you do. Just make up something. I don't have a bucket list because then I don't really have things um, that I want to do before I die, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like getting as deep into that as would be necessary to explain that but um i'm real about like living right here and being right here in this moment and figuring out this moment to get to the next but that's not even to say that's a good thing because i think i def- could definitely spend more time of instead of being so bullheaded or tunnel vision about where i'm going taking some opportunity to look at the bigger picture and just when i think about the landscape of my life what do I want it to look like? Um, but I'd love to do things like go to Bali. Mm. I'd love to live on an island. Mm. And I'd love to go to Africa. So um, I guess if we want to say my like, top three adventure things that I want to have done and completed, would be those. I like those. I can see you living on an island. I yeah. love it. <laughs> I finally get an opportunity to earn my spicy black car. You know? <laughs> I felt so terrible when I was walking to the island and they kept calling me a Rasta. I mean, I don't think that's what you might call a woman, Rasta, but maybe, I don't know. But they were using that word in sentences when they were asking me about my locks. And in my head, I'm just like, I got extensions, I don't even have to. 
It's okay. Uh, Anybody it, would dread. Just one year. <laughs> I feel yeah. like, especially in New York City, you see people dread your problem more stuff. Jamaica is a little different, but you can be a Rasta. Okay. Why not? I don't know that I should. Don't they have like customs? Rasta Farah right is a religion. Yeah. And it's, we'll talk about that offline. All right, got it. All right. You next. have a question for us? Yeah. What's your favorite food? Fish. And you just told me what I was going to eat for dinner tonight. Well, I mean, am I going to get some fried fish? Mm. I want to. Let's hope it doesn't make it break down. Mac and cheese. French fries. Okay. I see that. I love me a fry. I don't know if y'all are watching rap shit. <laughs> no way you thought about that fry. I love me a you fry. should cap off your amazing day with a fry that make you debuff. Make it like McDonald's. But after Wendy's time, I feel like home made fries busting these days. And tell them make it hot. And make it fresh. Make, make sure make my fry fresh. fresh. Make it fresh. Um, what do you mean? Okay, let's see. Hmm. I'm not gonna ask this question because I know what you're gonna say. Okay. So, um, ooh, if you had to create a a playlist that encapsulates the soundtrack of your life, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I just gotta. Message that made me giggle a little and maybe Lene got the same one or a similar situation. Situ- situation. <laughs> it's getting crazy in here. I'm about to go. Hold on, we get Hold on, we, we, okay, here we go. So, if you had to create a playlist that encapsulates the soundtrack of your life right now, what songs would be on it and why? Let's choose one song and keep it cute. Wow. Keep it black and keep it real. One song. Mm. One song right now. One song. Y'all don't watch Rent, so. Cool. So you said I have to pick one song that Fine, three well. songs. I'm just saying, I can describe right here. Right yeah, here. right now. Actually, three songs. Y'all got three songs. And go. Uh-huh. Okay, Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> Janice Hatfield. Um. I'm gonna go with Ray J. One Wish. Super random, but that's how I'm feeling. And um, 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 shake that ass, bitch, and let me see what you got. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who that's by, but yeah, that's those are my three jams right now. That's that's my life, you know. Yeah. Sorry for the profanity, guys. Um, it's gonna be, uh, I think it's called It's Working. But it's a gospel song, I think it's called It's Working. By Travis Green? No. No. Um, I sent it in the group text, so maybe I'll find it, but it would be that one. It would be, um, Alien Superstar by Beyonce. Just because that's like a, it's like artwork to me. I feel like it's very ethereal and like getting in tune with who you are and creativity and all the things. Um, and the last one. Oh! Lady <laughs> Yeah! What? Okay. Okay. 
Love Jones. I'm about to watch it again tonight. I just watched it last week. Oh, yeah, that's a really good That's one. it. I love Love Jones, too. I got so many Love Jones wow. this morning, for sure. Okay. I love repeating movies. best advice you've ever received? Oh, I know it. From my grandpa. Okay. He said, there are no friends, there are no enemies, only teachers. Mm. Um, That's good. And so it's, it's helped me to not take anything personally. And to, it's funny that when he first said it, it used to make me mad because I would feel like, I do have friends. <laughs> and I felt like he was trying to take that from me. Mm. Until now, it's allowed me to be in a space where I recognize I don't own anything. Jasmine Mann said this one line. She said, I realize I don't own enough of forever to give it away to anyone else. Ooh, she sure did. She's so good. So good. And that's true. You know, I think that we find things that are good and we just want to, this is mine, this is mine, you know, this is what we're doing forever for the run. And I've had so many friends, relationships, experiences, connections that are not here today, but they still mean something because they taught me something. Fair. So, yeah. That's good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Mine, and um, all that getting, get understanding. Say it one more time. And all that getting, get understanding. Yeah, that's it. I'm just really, um, I try to make sure I understand the assignment with basically anything that I have going on. And I realize in the areas where I have been ready to do that, in areas where I start exercising the desire to want understanding, the situation becomes better. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. Um, I think it's a song, but it's Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that will be it for today, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Is there a heart? Is there a heart in the house tonight? Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> this is this hard for me. <laughs> okay.